welcome to this very, very special edition of the Bearded Beer Pod with me, G. So, followers of the, the podcast, Instagram, and also the blog, Instagram will know that I did a little poll recently about what brewery would you like to see in a brewery special, and you guys chose Overtone, which is <laughs> it's a no-brainer, isn't it? There are good lads over at Overtone. So, I did a bit of research, and I've got eight pages of notes for you today, so it's going to be a bit of an epic but we'll see how we go. So let's just sit back and enjoy Overtone. So according to the Overtone website, Overtone Brewing Company produce hop forward craft beers with an emphasis on quality and waves of flavour. <laughs> nice. So they were founded in 2018 and their adventure started with one very determined young man wanting to make his dream a reality, going from home brewer to a brewery owner. Bobby Wang created this playground for all of us to enjoy as he wants to get people together to enjoy the love of craft beer and that's a bloody fair one. The same love of beer brought the two other members of the team together from two corners of the world, New Hampshire, the States and New Zealand. And they had one common interest craft beer. Overtone's head brewer, Daniel Miller, he came all the way from New Hampshire in the US and he brings American style beers to Glasgow. Uses the best quality ingredients like the Vermont yeast to give us the best results that New England would approve of. Alongside that, Overtone aims to be a fully fluid brewery with no core range. That gives a sort of total flexibility to brew beers that they're excited and passionate about and you definitely don't see the same beers over and over again with Overtone, which is great for an idiot like me, who just necks a different beer every week. Overtone seem to thrive in creating beers that are sort of bursting with flavour, uh, from nothing more than hops, malts and yeast, no flavouring or juice, and they make the beers from all natural products. Overtone's principles are simple, they brew only the freshest, flavoursome, quality beers. They're always going to try something new and exciting things to push the boat out and continue playing around with new ingredients to bring new and exciting beers to the market. Now the overtone branding has always interested me because they've always got that, the, the circle logos, haven't they, on the labels. Uh, always wondered what that's all about. Well, it's all part of the innovation at the heart of Overtone's ambition. Uh, they wanted to bring a, a dynamic brewing brand to Scotland, uh, but as it was a completely new brewery and the third most innovative craft brewery market in the world in Scotland, uh, it needed to strike the balance between uh, dynamism and building a strong brand presence to succeed. So they turned to uh, a drinks branding company called Thirst. Uh, they're branding and strategy specialists who know the craft beer category at the back of a Camden Hells can. With uh, Bot shop shelves looking increasingly like an eclectic art gallery. Thirst needed to ensure that Overtone made an immediate and sustainable impact without sacrificing creativity. Inspired by the founder's favourite music scene, Techno, they created a brand that captured the cutting-edge graphics and cult status of iconic record labels. So there you go. Um, an extended word mark and strong O device created an impactful and audible brand which would look at home on an underground club poster. <laughs> you can really see that, can't you? Uh, the the patterns themselves are inspired by Overtones' name. Uh, overtones are frequencies that alter the qualities of a sound. So Thirst translated this into an idea uh, of, of visuals by using lines and colours 
to create illusions that change the qualities of the label in front of your eyes. Uh, these patterns tied in with the styles of beer as well, uh, as well as creating a, a piece of art on the shelf. These designs are as pragmatic as they are powerful. Um, with, we've got infinite patterns possible and they can be turned around like that really fast. Overtone able to continue their innovative brewing while keeping their brand strong and their labels fresh over and over again. Okay, okay, enough of the serious stuff. Yeah, that was like two pages of notes I just read through there. Alright, so we're on to the reviews now. So this these go back, geez, way back to the start of 2020, I believe. When I, it wasn't my first overtone, I don't think. Certainly the, the first one that I actually reviewed. And that was the legendary New England IPA, Ouija. Uh, <laughs> very basic notes back then before I'd sort of hit my stride and got my my, um, my brand, as it were, as a, as a really shitty blogger. Uh, so this one basically reads, another cracker from overtone with the Ouija New England IPA. Lovely woody and mango taste. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, I gave that a 4.75 and untapped. After that, a cheap, touchingly bitter going out west. Uh, not as hoppy as I expected, but it was a stone cold killer double IPA nonetheless. And that was a solid four. We've got Yaldi, and that was a lovely Oti New England IPA, and it was super refreshing. And that was a four. And then there's a wee, a wee dreadful one. Well, no, no, that's not fair. Not a dreadful one. It just wasn't up to the last sort of three that it had from Overtone. Um, I've said here they're usually amazing, but they're well-delivered New England IPA. It was a slight misnomer in my eyes. It was a bit yeasty and light for my palate, but it went down fine. And I sort of gave that a middle-of-the-road 3.5. More to my style was their tribute New England IPA was smooth but bitter. Uh, love the opaqueness to it. Uh, they only bloody did it again, didn't they? Uh, interestingly, that was renamed later on to the beer formerly known as dot dot dot. And I believe I gave that 3.75 on untapped. So we all know what happened in 2020, and the least said about that, the better. It was a shit time for everybody, <laughs> wasn't it? But Oh, overtone, you jokers. Uh, this one was called Stay the Fuck at Home. I would happily have stayed the fuck at home if I could have drink that hazy IPA all the time. It was sharp, it was juicy, and most of all, instructional. And that was a four bang in the nose. Oh, my first oft for an overtone. <laughs> this was uh, for No, you didn't. It was a New England IPA, an absolute belter. Uh, it was just beyond description. Uh, basically, it said jings, and I gave that four point two five. Now this uh, New England IPA Citra and Mosaic must have been on a Friday because I described it as a perfect start to the weekend. It's wonderfully fresh, quite understated, and smoothly hot, and that was a four. So it's a beer that's named after the noise you say when you drink it. And that was oft. <laughs> I certainly did that when I drank that bad boy. What a beast. It was a, a triple IPA and it was a solid five out of five. 
I think that's one of the best overtones that I've had. Uh, yeah, five out of five and untapped. Unfortunately, with every light comes the dark. Oh dear. I do believe, well certainly my opinion, Overtone dropped the ball on this one. It's called Wit, man. Sour as hell. Uh, it was built as a Belgian ale, but yeah, no, it was a no from me. Uh, and I had to edit this one. And it was actually the first beer I've ever poured down the sink. I think this was a blood orange one. I haven't mentioned that, but it, it certainly rings a bell as a blood orange one. And it was just, I didn't like it at all. I'm not a fan of sours. I mean, I suppose other people like it, but I gave this 1.5. Yep, that's uh, one of the lowest scores I've ever given a beer. Certainly the lowest I've ever given an overtone. Northern Hemisphere, set a two from overtone. Uh, this one was a fabby IPA. Really well hopped, a brilliant beer. Knock it out of the park yet again. Uh, that was 4.5 and untapped. Which leads me straight on to its sister beer, Southern Hemisphere. Oh, your God. Class in a glass. Yet another killer beer. They should be like beer ambassadors to the world with these this pair, Northern and Southern Hemisphere. And I give that 4.5 as well. Now, regular listeners will know that I reviewed Opaque Dankness again in July and yes in July uh, this is the original review from way back when uh, basically it's no secret that Overtone one of my favourite brewers Opaque Dankness really hit my B spot really subtle but really good and I gave it a 4.5 back then as I did the other day I bought Vicky's Pet Unicorn because my younger daughter is daft. Well, well, she was daft in unicorns. She's 13 now. If I see she's daft in unicorns now, she'll probably headbutt me. Uh, this is a hazy New England IPA. Has a great smell, great initial taste, but I got a kind of weird plasticky aftertaste, which I thought was a real shame because the initial flavour was spot on. Liked it, but then that weird, it was like licking the inside of an ice cream tub, if you know what I mean. Uh, sadly, that reflected in the in the score I gave for that and untapped, which was 3.25. So we jump months to my next overtone. And what was it called? Can I say this? Churkos. Yeah, Churkos. <laughs> uh, the lovely wee drink about it was Fan Dabby Dozy. Uh, I can't actually remember what that was. Oh, yeah, it was nice though. Uh, 4.25 on untapped. We all like an eat bush, and Hedge Trimmer New England IPA is a, a kind of bitter but nutty beer. It, it doesn't doesn't make you go like you've got something between your teeth. Hearty wink, and that was four point two five. And a wee slick segue from another shitty ident thing um elementary was an ipa uh impressively understated an absolute pleasure to have in your mouth uh had a kind of tangy bitter aftertaste sounds like my penis and uh, that was four shit the bed last bus to yoker uh triple new england ipa uh yeah, overtone knocked out of the park yet again with this. Uh, thicker than Nicki Minaj after a solid month on leg day and a citrusy aftertaste. Like that bit in American History X for the uh, the curb. Uh, that was a really strong 
4.75. First thing first with this next beer, what a smell when you open the can of Fracture. Uh, there's a, a collab with uh, Bleed From Within, the the band. Uh, slightly more tart double IPA than the normal from Overtone, but they certainly do not let themselves down with this. Uh, 3.75 for one reason. I, I don't know why uh, I gave them that, because I, I remember liking it. Hey, untapped never lies. Moving into the monster territory, and I think it was a a good job was off the next day with this <laughs> explosions in the cry a proper wolf in sheep's clothing it was 11 percent, but you could easily drink a couple of them and not notice until your eyes went numb <laughs> yeah it was it was sneaky but it really crept up on you uh solid solid 4.5 and untapped for this bad boy and again another leap forward a few months in between overtones I hadn't had an overtone for ages by this point uh, and I got my hands on finger guns. Pew pew. See what I did there. Uh, made the taste buds feel like how I imagine Kurt Cobain's were feeling on the fifth of April, nineteen ninety four. Mucho strongo I've put here, and developing a trend with the four point fives. I started a new job two years ago, and this was two weeks into my my new job, and I I guess. It, it fit fit the bill for the day. It was called Chuffed. That's double IPA. Uh, yeah, fits the bill nicely, it says here. <laughs> Hopping on the kangaroo's ghoulies, but I think it could have been a little bit fizzier. Uh, it was a wee bit flat on the pour for my liking. So, then, yeah, it was knocked down a little bit for that, but it was still four bang in the nose. Saturday night swally, courtesy of Overtone. Uh, if this pale ale was a bird, I'd let it know what a smashing blouse on. 4.25 on untapped. Triple IBA time with an absolute nut kicker. Uh, crystal ball. Tasty as flub. Uh, tiny little bit sweet for my liking. But I drank it and got all tipsy and suggestible anyway. I am not a monster. 3.75. I think I knocked that down for the sweetness. I don't really like the sweet beers. Um, yeah, bring that one back out, lads, but knock down the sugar. Yeah, there we go. That'd be good. <laughs> A honey double IPA, you see. Well, I could taste it, but <laughs> I never chocolate I never turned my nose up and over to and brew. Uh, Nelson, I'm home. It was a, uh, uh, it was light and it was a little sweet, um, a bit like uh, Rebel out of AEW, who I absolutely have the hots for. Uh, that was four point two five. Another IPA named after me, Suave. Uh, something different. Uh, kind of tasted nutty or mushroomy to me but yeah another kicker from one of the best Scottish breweries around 4.25 and untapped now proper bad man's ginger up next emerald shore clocks in at 11% and crucially doesn't taste like it a triple IPA with a dirty secret and no mistake <laughs> uh, 4 on untapped I'm surprised I didn't give that more to be honest Hmm. Untap never lies yet again. Overtone to the rescue with their New Zealand pale ale, the Bruce. Love the colour of it, and it starts off delicate for how can harder on your taste buds than Chris Statlander and her knickers 
or not episode eight of We Should Learn Nothing. You remember that now. She <laughs> oh, shit. She gave herself a wedge and out her knickers out her arse. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. oh, that was in the bank for weeks, I tell you that. <laughs> It was a solid four on untapped. So I made the mistake of having two 10% triple IPAs in one night, and I was absolutely fucking pie-eyed. And the night of the disco, uh, from those basses at Overtone, uh, had me really ganting for a kebab and a wee dance. Uh, sweetness and lightness hid its strength, and yeah, it, was, it just reminded me of how old I was getting. <laughs> Knocking me for six uh, with a 4.5. Yeah. Comic Glow, dank monster of an IPA. Uh, kind of the, the beer version of French kissing Shaggy off Scooby Doo, I think. <laughs> uh, 4.5 yet again. Interesting one here, I had a video audition for uh, Michael McIntyre's The Wheel on the evening I took this. I had this. Um, I was seen to be cutting shapes during the audition. So this mango rampant double dry hopped IPA seemed a good choice for the night. It was maybe a little sweet but it was really fresh and that was a 3.75 Slick Black Cadillac absolute beast of a triple dry hopped IPA uh, thick and chewy just at the right side of the two bitter it's a 10% monster and it was sliding down nicely uh, oddly enough, <laughs> 4.5 on untapped. Whoa. So, sad point of my year. Uh, we laid my father-in-law to rest the day before I had this. He had a bit of a, a pagger of a cancer. His favourite drink was Queen Margot whiskey and Rola Cola. So, I was raising to each its own IPA to him that evening. Uh, it was really, really bloody tasty. And I'm sure he'd be absolutely incredulous at the price of the one tin. Here's to you, Smacky. A tinny, what tells it as it is. Everything changing. Rather biscuity, double dry hopped IPA. Oh, sorry, it's a, dub, a double dry hop, double IPA for, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, absolute peeve merchants over there, Overtone. Um, loving the, the kind of freezing dryness it kicked in after a while drinking it. Um, it's like some kind of magic potion. Um, you cannot go wrong with Overtone. Start of a catchphrase, and that was 4.25. The same old song, double dry hopped IPA. It's a bit of a problem. It's uh, It was sliding down the wrong side of subtle. It seemed a bit too delicate for my knackered taste bus to even register. It kind of bloomed as it warmed up. And yeah, I was a bit sad after drinking that, but I think I can be forgiven after the week we all had. That was a 3.25. If you cut me open, not only will my guts fall out, but they'll have overtone written on them in crayon. Pure Magic was absolutely off the chisane. It was a double dry hopped, double IPA. Uh, you open the can and the stank fills your nostrils. And then it rubs its gubbins all over your taste buds. Flavourful and lovely. And you'll never guess what I gave this. That's right, 4.5. <laughs> so Overtone shacked up with uh, Bleed From Within again for an IPA called Shrine. It's not a session IPA, 
but as late as you like. Uh, wasn't lacking in flavour. Nice wee tang at the end of the swallow. That's what she said. Woo! And that was a 3.75. Twenty twenty two saw Overtone's fourth birthday and they pumped out four candles in celebration. It was a, a fresh and yeasty pale ale. A bit of a kick in the aftertaste. And all good. Happy birthday, fellas. You'll never guess what I gave this. Four point two five. Ah got ya. The Star Trek Express uh, it was oh it's dangerous. Dangerous beer. It's a ten percent double dry hopped triple IPA that tastes like a session IPA things may get nasty if you drink that oh but ping my walnut it was good and I gave this 4.5 perfect harmony oh fresh and light but a bitter aftertaste that reminds you that it's proper booze uh, and I'd actually remarked on this one day I went to hear the story behind the Overtone Circle artwork which I covered at the start of the podcast so that's that ticked off the list and three guesses what I gave this. So the uh, Caledonian Craft Beer Merchants Big Swally event uh, back at the earlier part of 2023, uh, they had a special overtone double dry hop double IPA called Big Swally. Sold out on tap in 45 minutes at the event. Uh, and I can see why. Yeah, I managed to get a can. Well, I got four cans, I believe. Uh, Tastes like Kathleen Turner smeared in squash cherries, but twice as husky and tangy. <laughs> I was glad I picked up a few. Proper job. Uh, 4.25. Overtone plus double IPA equals stuck in a daze. What else can I say about this one? It was quite grapefruity. Um, I think if Overtone were to create a bearded beer blog triple IPA, I'd totally get the, uh, the Swirl logo tattooed on me. Backed. 4.5 Triple IPA named Shatter Oh dear, fuck me this was strong It's like drinking porridge and I might have ended up a bit pissed and suggestible Oh, give that a solid 5 out of 5 So I had this weird uh, mama jamma from Overtone It said double dry hopped Triple IPA where the name would normally be but on the back it said Starstruck Express and it didn't have a style underneath it did someone get the sack for that? <laughs> uh, raw dog straight from that one into a double dry hopped triple IPA. Uh, it's like, there's a taste like getting thumped in the bridge of the nose with scaffolding plank. <laughs> you know the feeling. Big Ouija, heck of a drink. Proper honking taste. Looked like a pint of fermented sheep piss. I'm in! Five out of five. <laughs> We're on the home stretch now. You'll be glad to hear. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't even eat a tall, sexy, blonde bit of fluff. And this New England IPA psychedelic invocations is a slinky bit of ass, no mistake. Waxed, ready to go in your mouth, leaving a fresh and lovely taste. Uh, I had that on tap at, uh, at Collins Joint over the bridge, Caledonian Craft Beer Merchant. Uh, yeah, I was should have had another but no I didn't but we'll talk about that in a minute guess what I gave this <laughs> 4.5 when untapped okay fuck me 10% triple IPA during the day yeah game over yeah 
over to Homer Planet to kill me that day with uh, Bridger Cloud. No, it was a solid five. Somehow I ended up with two cans of this uh, triple dry hopped IPA, lost in the thick of it. Yeah, not complaining too loudly about that. It was a, a lovely thick pour. Understated flavour and a strong nose, like a liquidised Roman. Good, but not great, I don't think. And I give that a four. Okay, so this shit's thicker than cold custard, drier than a jet routine. The overtone were not fucking around with all or nothing. Proper pant jizzing double dry hop double IPA here, folks. Uh, my lips went all dry when I was drinking it. Uh, it was a 4.5. Smashing double dry hopped IPA uh, with promise of the night. Real bitterness to it. Uh, almost like that stuff that you put your fingernails stop you biting it. As dry as a camel's tadger. Uh, very familiar taste, but uh, kind of new tasting as well. That uh, was a 4.75. Dawn Will Thunder. That was an absolutely sublime double dry hopped IPA. Uh, I should have stuck to it all that afternoon I was out in the pub, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, was, maybe I wouldn't have turned into a, a, a dribbling sort of drunken obnoxious twat when I, go, I came home. It was a fun afternoon though at Collins Joint and that was a 4.75. And the last one, I reviewed this in July, you would have heard that on the, the podcast. Uh, mighty hoppy, mighty bitter, mighty sedimenty. That was the, the double IPA, 99 IBUs. I hate to go out on a, a low note. It's not really low. It tastes like the business end of a firework, but unfortunately it looked like someone had been playing with themselves in the bath for the piss. Yeah, really sedimenty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. I marked it down for that. I didn't mark it down much. It was a great tasting bevy. And that was a solid four. And there we have it. The first Bearded Beer Pod Brewery Special. This time on Overtone. What did you think? Did you enjoy it? Obviously it's not going in-depth in every single beer in the range. Just the ones that I've reviewed over the last sort of three, four years. Um, let me know what you think. Drop me a line. Give me some dog's abuse. Uh... I'll do another poll at the end of this month on the Instagram pages and see what we can pick up for next time. But until then, thanks for listening. Uh, do the usual stuff. Like and subscribe and all that shit. Uh, give me a re- wee review. That would be awesome. And I'll see you next time. Cheerio, bye. <laughs>